Time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition here of Show Blitz of the As the Man of Steel podcast presents Show Blitz, the Steelers versus Bengals, round two of the 2021 uh, season between these two teams right now. Uh, Steelers right now looking to avoid getting swept by the Bengals. Uh, if the Bengals are successful, the Steelers will fall to the bottom of the division more than likely at 5-5-1. Five, five, and one. And it'll be the first sweep for the Bengals since 2009. Uh, right now, the season uh, is in survival mode right now as we're at a crisis moment right now uh, for Mike Tomlin and his most uh, challenging season yet at the helm with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, considering all the injuries they had to go through this season, and of course, the struggles with the offense. Once again, if you guys want to follow me on social media, you can definitely do so. You can follow me on Twitter at MetasteelCGR and on Instagram at Metasteel, uh Nation. Uh, today, a uh, five star matchup going into this game. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, everyone knows what's at stake right here uh, for this. The Steelers will be airing this game uh, this afternoon in uh, Paul Brown Stadium as the eighth seed there on the outside uh, looking in right now, unfortunately, uh, for this moment. And they find themselves third place in the division right now at I 4 and 1, uh, of course. And then as for the wild card, just give everyone a quick updated standing where we uh, stand at right here. I mean, with everything that has been given, I mean, you got a lot of teams right now where you want to be careful. You do not want to give a second life to. I mean, I know the Patriots have definitely been smoking hot. I mean, this season right now, possibly could overtake the Bills uh, for the division right now. And I tell you what. You know what? If you're a Steelers fan right now, you got a Bills team right now who's 7-4. Uh, you know what? And since the Steelers beat them on opening day, I mean, it may not uh, be so bad where if they can get knocked into the wild cards uh, spot, Steelers possibly bump them out right now. Because this Bills team right now, as constructed, uh, they are supposed to be uh, right now the, the team that is going to be uh, Super Bowl favorites as we look at this year right now and you look at everything that they've been able to do as far as like confidence wise, what they could do uh, turning over the ball on defense and having a splash play of an offense right now, when you really uh, look at it, I mean, their season right now is still kind of like a little iffy right now. It could be coming down to a big uh, showdown uh, for them. The Buffalo bills right now, by the way, I mean, who, just demolished the New Orleans Saints on Thanksgiving of uh, 31-6 right now. Uh, you got to remember, too, and next uh, Monday night is going to be a big showdown game uh, for the Bills and Patriots. That may be one key game for the Steelers to keep an eye on 
Uh, should they hail their business? And I'm talking about more in particular for the wild card. Because right now, the chances for the division, as we look further on on with this season right now, I tell you what, if things can continue to go south right now for this team, one key game I think a lot of fans are going to be remembering is when you had your opportunity two weeks earlier to move into first place in the AFC North. Now, granted, you have been tied with the Baltimore Ravens, but based on the divisional record at that time, they would have had an edge over the Ravens. They could at least own the tiebreaker for that moment. You had Mason Rudolph filling in for Ben Rosberger, who had COVID at the end of that week, uh, which was announced on that Saturday going into that game on November 13th. And just a poor job, I think, the way Mike Tomlin and his staff, I mean, you could also include, I mean, in there too, Matt Canna, and especially quarterback coach Mike Sullivan. And I'm not talking about Mike Sullivan for the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm talking about the quarterback coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Sullivan. Yes, there is, yes, it is true. There are two Mike Sullivans. Uh, for all you uh, fans tuning in right now, a lot of people are not from the city of Pittsburgh or just a Steelers fan. I'm sure everyone's got around to that there have been two Mike Sullivans, but more particularly in Pittsburgh. But with that being said, I feel like right now, because you, you look at where the Steelers like start off, I mean, at this season right now. I mean, considering, I mean, let's go back in time and when you look at it. I mean, they had a nasty three-game losing streak, beginning with their home opener to the Raiders, then to the Bengals, then to the Packers, which put them at, I mean, one and three for the most part. But then you started seeing uh, signs of life where they actually got as up to, to – well, what was it? I mean, uh, later on, I mean, that contest, I mean, when you really truly uh, assess things over time, I mean, when you really look at it, I mean, uh, for the most part, they've managed to get themselves a five and three, and their last victory coming off, I mean, a very highly suspectful, questionable game uh, versus Bears with uh, referee uh, flags flying in that game. I mean, which. I mean, I don't really argue that much, but I feel like they did do enough to be the better team eventually. I mean, as fast as that game. I'm just saying, when you get an opportunity right there a couple weeks ago when the Ravens lose to the Dolphins on Thursday night football in Miami, you have your moment. And of course, with COVID, I mean, it's still existing on the horizon with the catastrophe that's still looming. For them to fail to not capitalize on that momentum to take advantage of to win and have business versus a winless Lions team right now, uh, which, by the way, right now, who the Bears actually beat twice, they swept them for the regular season. They are now 0-10-1. and Granted, it was a two-point victory. They won it by a field goal, 16-14. But, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, it is a given Sunday. Yes, they did lose to the kneecap biters and uh, Dan Campbell and his staff. I mean, of course, with Jared Goff and DeAndre Swift. I mean, that was ended in a tie. It did feel like a loss. But as this more and more goes on, and then not only that, too, you can't even follow it up with a win versus the Chargers. Now, granted, yes, there were a lot of starters, I mean, missing out in that game uh, for that week. And when you, when you really, I mean – I mean, take a look at everything that has been going on. I mean, for the most part, too. I mean, it, it was just a sickening how that thing went down. 
And uh, for the most part, too, I mean, like you talk about how the Steelers right now in the history of their franchise have been undefeated with uh, when holding a four-point lead. I think they only had a tie, and that tie came, uh, guess what, knock on wood, to the Cincinnati Bengals 20 years ago. And that was when Dick LeBeau was the head coach uh, for his uh, short uh, head term, uh, 10 years head coach in his NFL coaching career. I mean, still, I mean, it's just been uh, sickening to see, I mean, just missed opportunities to say at the the end of the day, to say the least. I mean, you come this far only to not, I mean, uh, finish the deal right now. I mean, listen, I mean, if you lose this game, I agree with Ron Cook of 937 The Fan and also a writer for the Pittsburgh Post. I mean, your chance for the division are pretty much like out the window right now. Uh, at this point, you're pretty much begging to stay in contention for the wild cards. Because we stand for the wild card. Uh, here's who we got right now in the conference right now. The number fifth uh, seed, uh, technically by the Bills winning on Thanksgiving over the New Orleans uh, Saints. Uh, they move uh, ahead of the New England Patriots uh, for the moment right now. Based on a uh, divisional uh, record and their record yeah, pretty much their divisional record. They they own the first time here aside from being head to head. They're undefeated at three and zero. New England Patriots are two and one, so that's why they're head of the Patriots right now. So the Patriots are the fifth seed at seven four, followed by the Bengals at six and four, and then the Chargers at six and four. Now remember, I mean going into that Chargers game, if you remember from one of my tweets, the rest of these games, with the exception of uh, one. All of these games pretty much are going to be huge head-to-head tiebreakers, I mean, for the most part. All of them will be applicable in the tiebreaker scenarios because where it's common opponents. The one that uh, probably may not have to worry about as much is the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, when you look at Steelers' uh, schedule and their season right now, I mean, trying to get things uh, turned around for this year, I mean, for the most part. So right now, I mean, coming out of this game versus Bengals, they'll be hosting the Ravens in a week from today, which will be on December 5th. And then you got a Thursday night game, a short turnaround right there, where they'll be going to U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota. And followed by that, you got the Tennessee Titans right now. That could be a huge one right there, too. And then the Chiefs, Browns, and Ravens. So you're looking right now, I mean, at your remaining uh, seven games that you have. Four of those seven games are going to be on the road. To be honest with you, uh, I'll tell you what. I, if I'm the Steelers in this situation, I and, and the players, and as a fan, I tell you what, I've, I feel a little bit more comfortable playing on the road than playing at home. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but I tend to think when you play a little bit more at home, I mean, you're going to be sensing more of the expectations with more anticipation, uh, see if you could, like, uh, finish things and close the deal, as was evident two weeks ago when they had to sell for a tie first a winless Lions team. And you just cannot be having this at this point. I mean, that is just wholly uh, ridiculous. They were 0-8-1 at that time. I mean, now they find themselves at 0-10-1. and so it is definitely a wake-up call for this team. They got to get things turned around and do it in a hurry. And I tell you what, if I'm the mindset of the Steelers right now, 
I'm going to be playing like a poker player, uh, gambling some money. I'm going to put all chips on the table because this is where the season right now. Everything is all on the line. And for people who want to like uh, throw out there, you guys didn't have like a Joe Hayden or like a Mika Fitzpatrick last week, TJ Watt. I don't give two shits, to be honest with you. Excuse my language, Joe, but to be honest with you, that's, I'm not giving Mike Tomlin and his team that excuse, let alone the people on that defense. Because I tell you what, Cam Hayward's definitely pulling up a hell of a year right now. Probably has a chance to get uh, his uh, third or fourth All Pro uh, honor this year, the way he's playing. I mean, he's definitely having another uh, legitimate uh, season so far. I mean, he's got four and a half uh, sacks right now, got 49 uh, total tackles. I mean, he is on pace to smash his uh, career high in tackles of uh, 59, which was set back in 2013, if you look at it. I mean, for what he's been able to do right now, I mean, this guy right now, I think he deserves to be possibly an all-pro right now, starting all 10 of his games right now. And let, let's get into it right now. Uh, so, like I said, I cannot use that as an excuse. I'm sorry. No, I'm not going to give that to them. I mean, defense, I'm a little suspect this year. You can, you can make the excuses for injuries. I'm not going to make the excuse for injuries. I do feel like they got a little bit exposed this year. And I think definitely, I mean, I'm not going to use injuries, but I'll probably say the loss of key players in free agency. I mean, one, they had the release, uh, which was Steven Nelson right there. I think he is a huge loss to this team. I mean, Cam Sutton, he finally got his first interception last week. I mean, according to David Todd, too, they never won a game when trailing by uh, 17 points uh, going into the fourth quarter. And uh, that's just the truth of the matter right now. So when you really look at, I mean, from that standpoint, you got to be more on your A game the rest of the way here. You cannot uh, have any room for mistakes. Once again, for any of those of you tuning in right now, this is Charles Proudge Richie here, host of the Medicine Podcast right now. We are going over right now as we uh, look at it, uh, some for those Steelers and Bengals pregame show here of Show Blitz right now. It is the final week of November right now. I'm definitely trying to uh, avoid uh, getting that the tie and the loss in the last couple of weeks, get all that fuck, get back in the win column, I mean, you get a win today right now, and then all you're hoping right now is for the Browns to handle business versus the Ravens, uh, which is going to be a huge uh, game, to say the least. And for right now, I mean, going into that game, that's going to be a Sunday night game here uh, on NBC. That is going to be an M&T uh, Bank Stadium, as it, as it looks like for right now. Yeah, in Baltimore. So, I mean, right now, I mean, you got a pretty good matchup right now. I mean, Lamar Jackson, who's uh, still playing – I mean, looking like he's returning close for the Lamar Jackson MVP form we saw a couple of years ago. But you also got a banged up uh, Baker Mayfield right now, who I believe is been dealing with some rib injuries and some other stuff too, and I think the shoulder as well. But like I said, I mean, this is a team right now who a lot of people favor to, I mean, to win the division this year. It seems like they're going backwards uh, once again right now. I mean, right now, I mean, according to, like, uh, USA, uh, I mean, today, I mean, they're saying that bad shoulder, new normal for Browns, Baker Mayfield. But, I mean, he seems willing right now, according to Ian Rapport, too, of FL Network, 
that uh, he plans uh, for this game. He's ready to shake off injuries and start to make plays with his legs uh, against the Ravens. If you think about last year, Monday Night Football, when they came dangerously close uh, to knocking off the Ravens on that Monday Night game, which ended up uh, losing by a game-winning field goal to Justin uh, Tucker. And that was in Cleveland, by the way, a very key game uh, at that moment in time, uh, which helped the Steelers uh, keeping the edge over the Browns. They still lost the following week on Monday Night uh, Football after that game. But, I mean, when all things considered at that time, it was definitely a, mo- a crisis mode where they had a great start to the season, started 11-0, and then the Browns, I mean, you figured they would have been done without Odell Beckham Jr., which, by the way, he is not, again, on this team, uh, which they parted ways with uh, not too long ago. But here's here's the situation right now. You got a team right now, I mean, who's trying to avoid going uh, back, trending backwards in the wrong direction. They find themselves, once again, currently at the bottom of the division right now. I mean, it is a highly competitive division right now. I mean, for the most part. I mean, going into this matchup, they find themselves a game and a half out first place. They're looking to move at least to a half game in that uh, spot. And uh, let, let's uh, see what happens, I mean, for that most part. I mean, if they're, if they're able to pull this off right now, I mean, uh, that, that could be some huge momentum. But like I said, Steelers, once again, find themselves in position, cannot be in the bottom of the division. Plain and simple, period. Well, let's get in some uh, notes right now. Uh, some roster news, basically, we're going to be going off here. Uh, according to Tom Reed of DK Pittsburgh Sports, as we tweeted by uh, Dale Lally, he's also one of the uh, writers and contributors uh, for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Does a phenomenal job of writing, in my opinion. I uh, said him. He said he and Mika and Hayden were texting each other. Uh, T.J. Watt, that is, while watching last Sunday's loss. Watt says he's able to do things as he gets closer to Sunday. He is going to be available for today's game. Tom also mentioned that Mika Fitzpatrick says he feels good after missing a week of action due to COVID. Steelers had Mika Fitzpatrick back for their morning walkthrough uh, earlier this week. According to defensive coordinator Keith Butler, uh, he says he's happy to have the AP safety back after a 10-day absence. He looks 100% to me, uh, according to Butler. Now, as regards to one guy here, too, I mean, Devin Bush, for the most part, uh, he seems to be a guy, as we've been knowing all season long. I mean, a lot of people in the local media uh, covering this guy and fans across, too. I mean, right now, I mean, Arthur Moats uh, wasn't afraid to call him out, too. On, uh, I mean, just saying, like, don't tell me, like, you're giving 100% uh, percent when I see clearly you're not when uh, watching film. He seems to be one of the guys right now who's been kind of in the question right now. And people are starting to wonder right now if Devin Bush, a guy who's had a knee injury last year versus Cleveland Browns at home in Pittsburgh uh, when he demolished him in that game. But when you look at a guy like right now, uh, Devin Bush, he's got 46 total tackles, I mean, for the year. I mean, that's second at, uh, in his linebacking core. I mean, he, and he's had 29 uh Soul tackles. I mean, two tackles for loss. I mean, he's not that bad, but I do feel like right now, I mean, Devin Bush, I, I think they're kind of like looking at if he's like missing like uh, key assignments. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll start to find out. But I'll tell you what, Joe Schober, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far this year. 
Uh, leads his team in uh, tackles, uh, second on the team in solo tackles. He's got the most for uh, linebackers. Then you also look at, too, I mean, for, for him, I mean, it is good. Now, I mean, you look at the rest of this thing on defense. I still continue to say right now, turnover, forcing turnovers on defense is the issue. What happened to forcing turnovers that they were so successfully good at a few years ago? They have to get more of those right now. You cannot be playing around if you're the Steelers in this situation right now. You've only uh, look at this game. You got four interceptions for the year, uh, five fumble recoveries. That number needs to go up in a hurry. And I'm talking about more particularly in the interception right now. And I'll tell you what, one thing right now, I definitely do feel like right now the Steelers are slipping a little bit in the sack department uh, for the year. You only got 28 sacks right now. Uh, at this point, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, and I think that's going to be a huge uh, thing to focus on this game. Can they get to Joe Burrow right now? I think they should be able to. Now you got T.J. Watt. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how right now, I mean, going in this game, I mean, versus a guy, I mean, like we, we look at the Bengals uh, head coach and uh, Zach Taylor right now. I mean, listen. The Bengals right now, believe it or not, have won two in a row. I mean, there are no pushovers anymore to the Steelers. They're not the bow to the Masters, uh, if you will, going to this matchup. They are not a team who, in their minds, are going to be taken lightly. I mean, you got you got Tipper Capstone. They're doing something right. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, last year you could argue that Ben Rosberger, he was uh, starting to get worn out as the season went on. I mean, his elbow was not being able to take the – long endurance for that first year back, especially during that quick pass game uh, pretty much throughout the whole year. But at the end of the day right now, and then you look at your uh, second game, I mean, in the season, your second home game, yeah, along the third game of the season, excuse me, you cannot fail to, like, start off well. And that's why I want to keep things right now. And I'll be really interested right now. Let's say uh, whoever wins the coin toss right now, are the Steelers going to be having the opening possession? I mean, will they choose to take the ball first, or will they put it on their defense? I mean, Ben Rosberg seems to be uh, liking the rhythm he's getting with his offensive line right now. And uh, he, he definitely feels like things are getting a lot more better, a lot more better communication. I mean, there's still ways to go. But like I said, I will not put it past. I mean, depending on how the season goes, if he's able to be a good salesman and be able to stick around for one more year, a four-year uh, Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, for next season. I know a lot. that's one of the last things we need to hear right now, but, I mean, it's out there right now. A lot of people are asking, what's wrong with a guy like Mason Rudolph? Uh, listen, I mean, again, big games. And Mike Tomlin's a great teacher, I mean, developing his players. But that was the last thing you want to do when you got a division on the line, have an opportunity to move for first place. Wrong game to do that, my friend. I'm sorry. You got to win when a team like the Ravens, who rarely loses right now, because I feel like if you don't capitalize, they're a team that can make you pay. And as a result, like I said, you lose a key head to head matchup a week later to the Chargers, while earlier in the same day, they find a way to beat the Bears. Their first win in Soldier Field. 
uh, in their all-time head-to-head matchups versus Chicago Bears. Congratulations to John Harbaugh, the Baltimore Ravens, right now on that. And speaking of Harbaugh, I just want to just point this out real quickly. Congratulations to head coach of uh, Michigan Wolverine football, Jim Harbaugh, right now, earning his first victory uh, at the University of Michigan, Michigan Wolverines head football coach. He gets his uh, first uh, career win. He is now one in five all time versus Ohio State uh, University right there. Uh, got some great friends uh, who uh, Ohio State fans, uh, especially one of my uh, guys you see uh, every now and then, uh, Brian Diarlo, writer uh, for CBS Sports, uh, many more. Uh, Tracy, uh, also an Ohio State fan. I got many people on there. A great game, great rivalry, man. Uh, one of the best rivalries in college football, I will say. You guys got nothing to be ashamed of. Got a very great coach, Brian Day, right now. He's been taking over the reins uh, since Urban Meyer uh, decided to retire from college football. You know he's back in the NFL right now, head coach with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Great rivalry. Let's see the uh, Michigan Wolverines follow up. See a little deal with the Big Ten Championship. Uh, right now, I think they're in the top four of the uh, playoff rankings uh, right now. So let's see if they can finish the job right there. Let's uh, continue to get some more uh, roster news right now as we uh, look at more on Devin Bush. Uh, Keith Butler was saying on Bush, sometimes it takes a little bit more for the need to come around. Only he knows that I'm not going to make excuses for him. Sometimes he's off his leverage in terms of who he's covering. Uh, Dale Lally did ask him, do you want him tackling? Uh, Keith Butler was like, yes, you want a good rap tackler. He's got to run the ball. I mean, run to the ball and get. He's got. He's he's got to run to the ball and get both hands on the ball carrier. We demand that from the rest of them, and he's got to do the same thing. Uh, Rosberg and Tom was assertion that he helps make offensive play calls. Uh, he might. I don't hear him on my headset. I remember when I first got here, seeing that chin sticking out, and Coach Wisna run the ball. So. I mean, there you go. I mean, take a little side reference to Bill Cowher, I guess. But anyway, uh, going into this game of Steelers, according to Mr. Matthews and the Pittsburgh Steelers site, they made the following roster moves. Uh, they signed offensive tackle John LeGlue to the 53-man roster. They also elevated defensive tackle Daniel Archibong and wide receiver Anthony Miller to the active and inactive roster. Also, they signed... Uh, one guy to the practice squad, uh, kicker Sam Sloman. And then they placed uh, center, backup center, J.C. Hasenauer, and tight end Eric Ebron on IR. So that's the news uh, going into today's uh, matchup uh, for that. Uh, Joel Hayden, uh, left quarterback, he is ruled out for today's matchup with a foot injury, according to uh, Steelers senior communication coordinator Burt Lawton right now. Also, uh, for the Steelers, uh, aside from Joel Hayden uh, and Eric Ebron, who have been ruled out, quarterback Ben Rosper, peck and shoulder, uh, right guard, Trey T- Turner, knee, uh, left outside linebacker, as I mentioned earlier in the show, T.J. Watt, hip and knee, and defense tackle, Cam Hayward, coach's decision, have all been full participants on Friday. Defense tackle, uh, Isaiah Lowermilk, groin, and quarterback, Arthur Molette, illness, both backups, also, we're full participants. So let's go ahead and get to the keys to the game right now before we wrap up this edition here of the show blitz. Steelers versus Bengals, round two edition here of the Mass Steel podcast. Uh, key number one uh, versus uh, win this game. 
find a way to put the pressure on Joe Burrow and sack him. Last time they were able to beat him, it was back in week 10 of last year, and uh, where they sacked him four times and limited him to two, 213 yards passing with a touchdown. I think if you find a way to get in his face, I mean, you, you could bring the heat on this guy. You could, uh, like, limit him from uh, buying his uh, weapons with uh, Jamar Chase right there, the top uh, receiver who's been leading, one of the leading rookies in scrimmage. But, of course, I mean, right there, Joe Mixon. He's going to be another guy right there, too, which leads me into key uh, number two. Because last time they, they played the Bengals in their second home game this year, no sacks, lost by two touchdowns. 10 to 24 was the final score. Containing the run game, this is my second key. Joe Mixon had 90 yards off of 18 carries in that game. Still, yesterday they controlled the clock right there, but I thought he was a key right there, especially when you're building a lead right there. And what you're doing, uh, listen, it, it put them in the position right there where Steelers could not have enough, consistent enough fluid scoring. You gotta find a way to slow him down. And last but not least, uh, Steelers, they get the ball first on offense. They'll need to get to a fast start. Uh, they are 3-2-1 this year when scoring first this season. So they get the ball. Let's hope they score then with a touchdown. Hope they drive touchdown. And that's going to do it for this edition here of the show. But Steelers versus Bengals, a pregame show here of the Mass Steel Podcast. Once again, you guys can follow me on Twitter at MassSteelCGR and on Instagram at Mass Steel Nation. As always, Leah, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. I know.